Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Diz Dads Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Rittmaster, and with me tonight is Todd Morgan sitting in for Tim Hicks. Um, Tim is at Walt Disney World, actually, at the moment. I guess he's on his way back from his cruise, uh, but Todd graciously agreed to come on the show and talk a little bit about his recent holiday trip to Disneyland. So welcome to the show, Todd. Thank you. Now, before Todd and I get into talking too much about his trip, we do need to thank our podcast sponsors. As always, the Diz Dads podcasts are sponsored by Mouse Master Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out ways to contact them at mousemastertravel.com. And we're also now sponsored by Wicked Mouse Travel. That's Willie's travel agency. And you can find them at wickedmousetravel.com, and they're also an authorized Disney vacation planner. And finally, and I always especially like to mention them uh, when we are doing our trip report shows, we're still sponsored by Kingdom Strollers, Orlando's number one stroller rental provider. Uh, We love working with Kingdom Strollers. They've adapted well to the new procedures that have been put in place for Walt Disney World. They've actually set up a pickup. You can um, pick up your stroller right there at the airport in Orlando at at MCO and, uh, you know, not have to worry about scheduling an individual meeting to pick up and drop off the stroller. Really useful, really helpful. Um, So check those guys out too. Now, Back to you, Todd. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for being patient for that. Um, you took a holiday trip to Disneyland. Talk to me a little bit about how that trip came together. Well, uh, actually, that was uh, a last-minute thing uh, by my wife's family. Uh, they were wanting to get together um, and said, hey, we're going to pay for a day at the parks and a night's stay." And so my wife and I were like, Hey, that's great, you know, but uh, neither one of us has been to Disneyland, and this would be my first time even being in the state of California. Wow. So, you know, for us, it was like, okay, you know, we're not going to just go out there for one day and sure, then leave sure. and come back home. So right. we uh, we scrambled enough together to uh, get another day at the parks. Nice. Okay. Now, um so you were going to be heading out to California and um, you had, you know, one day at the parks that was kind of the family day, a second day that you managed to, to pull together for yourselves. Um, and you've planned, you know, not that long ago, you, you got a chance to, to go to Walt Disney World. Talk to me a little bit about the difference between, you know, preparing for months for a Walt Disney World trip versus a last minute two days at Disneyland. Well, um, me, because I love Disney, you know, I, I I love every part of it, you know, even planning. So that's, that for me is, is a huge joy. So, uh, I really get into it. And so with, with this last minute thing, it was kind of in a way kind of stressful, you know, a little bit, but, uh, uh, it was still fun. You know, it was uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, Things that I probably finding out after being there would have been like, oh, I, if I would have done, if I would have known this, I would have done this a long time ago, you know. <laughs> right. But, so. Okay. Um, so how, how much time did you have between we're going and your trip? Oh, I would say it was probably about maybe three weeks. Okay. Uh, so you did have some time, just not a little a time. You're right, right. But the thing was, is I've because we've always gone to Disney World, so I'm always up 
on the on everything information and all that regarding Disney World. I've never been to Disneyland, and so it was kind of like now I've got to go back and try to get as much information oh, as okay. I can. Right, right. So you had to cram. So, yeah, cram basically. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, so uh, you you've got three weeks. You're studying up. Um, what did the plan look like? By the time you were, you know, set to go, what what were the highlights that you were, uh, you know, kind of working ahead to try and have in place? Well, for me, it was more of just uh, studying where things are in the park, trying to find out what's there at Disneyland and, and of course, California Adventure versus Disney World and seeing like, you know, the different rides and shows and all that just to see you know, okay, well, this is here at Disneyland and, and California Adventure. I want to make plans to try to at least do that stuff. Right, sure. And um, so that, that was kind of most of my planning. Okay, okay. Uh, and so given that that, that was the plan, um, what were the, the actual dates that you were, you know, in, in Disneyland? We uh, were on. We were out there on the twenty third and the twenty fourth, Christmas Eve. Okay, wow. So you you really did. We're there for like absolute peak days. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so I don't want to get too much into it because I know that this part is stressful for you. So you don't have to go into too much detail. I know you're not a big fan of flying, but right. obviously this was not a trip that driving was going to work. Correct. Um, so. You know, first of all, more power to you. Congratulations for for taking that on because I know people who haven't flown in more than ten years because they just can't. So right. it isn't easy. Um, any strategies that worked for you that you would recommend somebody else who has difficulty with you know being comfortable flying? Um, <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, I had like a, a doctor's appointment about like a few days after we found out about going to Disneyland. Okay. And while I was at my doctor's appointment, I asked him, I said, you know, Hey, is there like a sedative or something you can give me to kind of, sure. you know, help relieve the anxiety and all that, you know? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I can prescribe you, you know, a few pills. And so, you know, we did that. And uh, I, we get to the airport, and my anxiety is just on high. Okay, sure. and uh, I, I finally we we get on board, and I and I take that pill, and uh, it starts taking effect right as we're we're taxing out onto the runway, and uh, I noticed my anxiety was going down, which was a huge okay. plus, right. But it, <laughs> it put me in a brain fog, okay? Oh, yeah. It, so my equilibrium was all messed up. Mm. So anytime the plane was making any bank turns and everything, I was, like, feeling really dizzy, almost vertigo type oh, of thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know? So that part wasn't pleasant. But, no, not the best. <laughs> but by the time... Uh, we got there and everything, it, you know, the pill wore off and we were, we were in LA. Okay. Uh, but I figured out on the way back, what I might try is not just not taking the pill and see what happens. Right. And of course my anxiety was up the whole time, uh, but the, but you didn't have brain no fog. Problem. So no brain fog, no equal brain problem. So I came away thinking, okay, here's what I might do. If I ever have to fly again, um, I will uh, try wearing some C bands for oh, right. you know for the equilibrium problem and take the pill for the anxiety problem and hopefully have a nice <laughs> better flight. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. So um, you know th that was a, a piece of of the preparation for this trip. It sounds like you did what you could and and you learned from the experience and you've got some new strategies to to try. So that's already useful and positive. Um, mm -hmm. it, you get to Los Angeles. Which airport did you fly into? 
Well, on the trip out, we, we left from Dallas to Phoenix and then had to catch another flight from Phoenix to LAX. Okay. And then on the way back, it was straight from LAX back to Dallas. Okay. So, but you did fly through Los Angeles International because, you know, there are about four airports there in LA and you could use just about any of them. But, you know, I, I think I, I, what I've noticed at least is that from around here in the Midwest, the pricing to LAX has been just unbeatable compared to the others. Right. That was pretty much what we found out, too. That was the cheapest flight we could find at that last minute before the holidays. Right, sure. Well, yeah, that's the hardest part. Because you had short notice and holidays <laughs> piled right. up on you. Um, gosh, I can't even imagine what if there was even a, a seat available on a flight into John Wayne, just given you know the, the timing. Um, right. Okay, so where'd you stay uh, in the Disneyland area? Yeah, we uh, we stayed uh, at uh, oh gosh, I want to say it was the uh, Holiday Inn. That's what it was. Okay, and which is basically was just right there, and, and uh, we we took a shuttle there back and forth, and it was pretty nice. Now, did they have their own shuttle, or was it the Art Shuttle? You know, the the Anaheim Resort it, Transportation. It was the Art Shuttle. Yes. Okay, um, and and. Talk about the art a little bit, because, you know, we, we haven't really had people who've used it much. So, um, you know, tell us what the experience was like. Actually, uh, it was uh, pretty uh, easy and quick. I mean, they the shuttles came out like about every 15, 20 minutes, I believe. And, okay. you, you know, if you got the app on the phone, you just, you know, go through the app, pay for however many people it is and. And uh, you get like a like a day pass, I think it is, and okay. you can ride it as much as you need to wherever you need to go. Sure, good. Um, and so you used art to get back and forth. Um, the hotel itself, you said, was you know perfectly fine, comfortable. You know, you got. I mean, you weren't there to sleep much, so I'm guessing that. <laughs> no, it was it, yeah, it was a nice hotel. You know, uh, they, in fact, they had. Uh, a um a beautiful uh picture of the seven dwarfs and i'm a huge grumpy dwarf fan cool. and i so wanted it but it was just like real <laughs> expensive that they were selling it you know but right, right. uh but uh yeah they had a lot of because it's in the disneyland area they have a lot of uh disney stuff all over the hotel as well sure so okay um and the um so that you have two park days um, and were you planning to park hop on your park days or were you planning to do, you know, one park each day? Uh, actually we were going to park our park hop both days. Okay. Uh, just like you said, because the first day it was the whole family and there was so much that the family wanted to do in both parks. So we ended up park hopping both days. Okay. Uh, makes sense. Um, so, so what were the highlights? Cause I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to be traveling there during a really busy time of year. You knew that the crowds were going to be difficult. So wh what were the things that, that as you headed to the park that first morning were sort of top of mind as, as these are our priorities? Well, it's funny. Uh, the first day it was raining and it was cold. Okay. It was like maybe high forties, low fifties. My goodness. So, so it was almost, it was almost the same weather we had in Kansas. Yeah. Here. I mean, like we get all the time, we're used to that, you know, right. but out there it's like, you know, to them it's wow. You know, yeah. this is unbearable. Everybody's so, looking for the fur line parka. Right. So the first thing, the parks actually was, even though it was cold and rainy and wet, it was, you know, hardly anybody there. Ooh, so nice. clean the yeah, parks out for they, you. Yeah, that made it great because a lot of the rides were just walk-ons and even like uh, Smuggler's Run. That was, I think, at the longest 45-minute wait in the wow. standby. Yeah, on, on the first day. <laughs> well, so so talk to me about the highlights then of of that day because you know I, we don't we don't need to follow you through the park step by step, but you know, right. as, talking as somebody who who has experienced Walt Disney World and is a, a big 
Disney Parks fan, but your experience has been more with, with Walt Disney World. Um, Correct. You know, talk about those things that really stood out to you about Disneyland. Well, that was the whole thing. I was trying to soak it all in, and, and I got to a point to where I was uh, checking out the differences between Disneyland and Disney World and things like that, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and of course, Disneyland is a smaller park, and I noticed that a lot of the queues in Disneyland itself are smaller, you know, in line and length and all that. Sure. Uh, I, the Fast Pass system is different too. That's that was a big thing that right. I noticed, and uh, I believe it's called Max Pass. I think is what it is. Right. Uh, and. Uh, Basically, you just use an app for and use your phone, and they got the little readers versus you know the the bands that they use at Disney World. Yeah. Uh, plus, getting the rides, some of the rides that I you know have never ridden before, you know, like uh, uh, the bobsleds and and of course like Alice in Wonderland ride and uh, she I and. Mr. Toad's ride that they used to have at Walt Disney World is no longer there, but I got to ride it now, and <laughs> you know, you know, things like that, and uh, checking out Galaxy's Edge that was a new experience for me too. Loved it because of all the detail, right? So great detail, and you know, highlights were were getting to rides and attractions that you know, just aren't available on right. on the East Coast, um, and you said that, that you kind of got to jump attraction to attraction because you know, the rain washed people out of the parks, basically. So right. um, you were going to park hop. At what point mm-hmm. did you hop from from Disneyland to California Adventure? Uh, we uh, we park hopped. It was about midday, I would say, about like maybe one o'clock in the afternoon, sometime around there, and. Um, Went over to uh, California Adventure. Of course, that seemed more like Disney World-ish to me, you know, uh, with the way things are set up and and, and all that. But uh, just I was taking all that in, too, as well. You know, wow, you know, this just it's just the way Disney does everything is is just amazing to me. (laughs) You know, so. But the one thing I did notice, too, uh, was that on the uh, a lot of the meet and greets and stuff, uh, they didn't have as many uh, uh, photo pass uh, uh, CMs out there. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Several of them are you just go up and if you want pictures with them, you take them with your own phone, you know. Right. That, that was kind of different for me. It was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, part of that is I think just because you know they have more of their characters are are kind of walk around characters as right. opposed to uh, you know meet and greets with a fixed location, especially on the Disneyland side. Right, right. I mean, that's especially over. I mean, they had specific locations for like their Marvel characters over in that little area they had them in. But for the other characters, a lot of them were just kind of roaming around a little bit. If you happen to be there. Okay. Um, so were there any, uh, what, if you had to pick, you know, the, the ride that was the highlight of your time at, at the, in the Disneyland side of things on that first day, what, what mm-hmm. ride would it be? Oh, uh, Hmm. Good question. <laughs> um, I would have to say uh, it was probably for me. It was gosh, it's either it's a tie. It's either between the haunted mansion or uh, the Manahorn bobsled. Okay. Even though I had issues with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's man, talk about both was, of these because I, I, I I'm curious. So so let's start with Haunted Mansion, just because obviously you were there during the holidays, so it was a very very different Haunted Mansion than you've experienced before. Right. Right. It's it's it has a layover for for the holiday season uh, that involves uh, Nightmare Before Nightmare Before Christmas, and, and it's 
I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was – yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that, uh, you know, it's just kind of overrun by Jack and Sally and all the characters from, from the movie and everything, and it's it's actually a lot of fun. It, you know, I mean, all, all decorated outside and inside the ride as well. Yeah, very cool. Um, mm-hmm. And And was it the – I'm curious as to whether it was the overlay piece that was made it, you know, so much like a highlight for you or whether it was just the, the classic Disneyland elements of it. Uh, I would have to say it was the overlay, uh, just because, uh, Disney world doesn't, there's never had it every, any time I've been down there during, during no, the they don't have it. They don't do it. And so for me, it was just kind of like, okay, you know, I've, ridden it enough down in Disney world, you know, even though the building and everything is different on the outside, uh, the ride is basically similar. So with the overlay, it was just kind of like, wow, okay, this is, this is neat. I kind of like another attraction. (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, so, so that was that one. Now Matterhorn, talk Mm -hmm. to me about Matterhorn. (laughs) Well, it it was kind of one of those things that for me, it was, you know, trying to decide whether I can handle it or not because of my whole fear of heights thing. Okay. And uh, so I'm doing my research in the weeks before. I, I was watching some of the YouTube clips of the ride, and I thought, okay, you know, I might be able to handle this. It doesn't look like it has any, like, huge drops or it's out in the open way up and, you right. know, up high up. So I thought, okay, I'll give it a try. And uh, so uh, – we actually ended up riding it near the end of the day because we park hopped back. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, the uh, I, I have mixed feelings about it, okay? okay? I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I didn't have a problem with it at all, except for that it was not a smooth ride. No, it is not. <laughs> and my back felt every jerk and everything going down on it but uh it was it was still a lot of fun i I had a really good time well so the the challenge for me is that um when i ride it i don't know because i i think i'm a little bit taller than you are um but when i wrote it um for whatever reason my knee is like at exactly the right height where when you're sitting in that seat and there are those rails along the side of the the, the you know the ride vehicle right it, my knee rests like there's that that spot where the tendon is in your knee rests mm-hmm. right against that rail mm. oh it's like <laughs> <laughs> i would try desperately to contort myself to not do that because i'd get off and i just i mean literally would have like bruising on my knee wow wow <laughs> yeah no then, i i I somehow got lucky with that, I guess. It, yeah, it, no, I'm I'm just exactly the wrong height is what it comes yeah, down to, I think. <laughs> so, all right. So, so that was on the on the Disneyland side. Now, you mm-hmm. also spent some time on that first day on the California Adventure side, and right. you know, California Adventure is an interesting park right now because they, they did a bunch of upgrades over the last few years with Cars Land and with, with Paradise Pier and all of that, but they also have major construction going on right now. So um, talk about, you know, sort of what, what you were intent on, on doing in hopping over to California Adventure and, and then how, you know, what the experience was like. Well, uh, on the first day uh, for, for myself uh, and my wife, uh, we just basically were just uh, – just kind of going around, seeing what where things were, just trying to, you know, do a little bit here and a little bit there and kind of thing. Uh, but we knew we were going to try to uh, ride the Radio Springs Racers. Sure. Uh, which we didn't get to until the next day, which okay. was a very great surprise for the both of us. So, but uh, what ended up happening with that... Uh, because we got a separate day for ourselves. Uh, the next day, we we get to the park, and you can't book your uh, fast passes early. You have to do it right when you get to the park. So we get there, and we're trying to get on on the app and everything, and download uh, fast passes for the, for the ride. 
by the time we get there, you know, they're they're kind of going fast. But there were still uh, some available, you know, like around eight eight thirty uh, p.m. Okay. And uh, so we're trying and we're trying, and it's just like the app's not working at all. And so we were kind of getting a little frustrated, and it was like, this is the one ride that both of us wanted to do before Aye. we left. Right. And uh, so we just happened to be right by guest relations there. And so we walked in there, and we just were, were very nice. The tip for everybody out there, don't go in angry. <laughs> just go in with a pleasant attitude, because that's what we did. Yeah, we just it makes all like, the difference. Exactly. We went in there, and we were like... We're having trouble with the app. We can't figure out why it's not working. We were trying to get uh, FastPass for Radiator Springs, and um, for some reason, it's not working. And so that nice lady, she was really trying to help us out and everything. And apparently, they were having problems with their app that day. And so, so she was just like, well, here's what we can do. Let's see if we can figure this out. And so she had us, you know, um, close out the app, reopen it, and then kind of sign ourselves back up in a way. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, okay, before you do anything, just uh, sign in this password or whatever. So we did that, and uh, that allowed us to have uh two fast passes for the radiator springs uh racers Ooh. anytime during the day wow that we wanted to go and we were like wow this is great we didn't think we we're gonna get it till later like 9 30 10 o'clock by the time we got everything going she says merry christmas have a great day awesome so, love that they took care of you like that yes yes that was great got on the ride loved it totally worth it Excellent. Um, so what, I mean, you couldn't get on Radiator Springs your, your first day. So what, what did you do as an alternative? Uh, we uh, ended up uh, taking in a lot of the other uh, smaller rides and things like that. Uh, we ended up um, doing like the Monsters Incorporated ride, which was, that was a blast. Love that. Nice dark ride. Loved it. See, and I'm glad you got a chance to do that one because I have a feeling that it's probably going to go away at some point here in in phase two of of superhero land because it's right on the edge of that. Yes, yes, it is, and I'm I'm hoping it's not uh, unless they move it to another part. That'd be fine, but you know, it was it was actually a lot of fun. I loved it. I in fact wrote it twice. You know. Yeah. Uh, but we did that. Uh, you know, we met some of the characters over in the area. Uh, we checked out, uh, Turtle Talk there as well, even though we got one over there. It was a little bit different because, uh, the show was a little bit different, but it was still basically the same. A lot of fun. Right, right. Uh, we went into and did, uh, the Beauty and Beast library thing and found out which character we more likely are. And, <laughs> you know, kind of like that. We went around the pier a little bit. Uh, we, uh, yes, we did get on, uh, Toy Story Midway Mania, did that, um, just, uh, checked out a lot of the food carts, you know, uh, catch the show, I believe, and Soren was in there too, so, yeah, just a little bit here and there, you know. And, and what did you think of the park overall? Because I know that, I mean, you know, Disneyland is, is the classic park, and, and, Mm -hmm. California Adventure has had, you know, sort of had an identity crisis for for a long time, and and it's a very different place now than it was even five or six years ago. But you know, what, what was your overall feeling and your overall impression of of California Adventure as a park? Well, uh, I kind of felt like, um, well, actually, I liked it. Uh, I feel like it's. It's kind of like, I hate to say this, but it's kind of like an amusement park, but on steroids, <laughs> you know, okay. I, I don't like calling anything Disney like an amusement park, but to me, that's kind of what a lot of it was, uh, but, you know, just Disney-fied, and uh, uh, I, I, I don't see why it, you know, 
why it has an identity problem other than maybe it's just got so many different properties in it, maybe? Well, I think that that's the biggest thing that people talk about is that it doesn't have clearly themed uh like the the themes don't necessarily flow right one to the next so much. Um, and now, like I think it's gotten better. I think with with Cars Land, for example, it's so thoroughly you know immersive in there that 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 helped. But yeah, you know, there's there's that whole sort of wharf area that you know where does that really fit and and how does the how does Paradise Pier go with uh, uh, you know some of the other sections like. Some of it now makes more sense. Um, I think that that like Midway Mania helped when they put that in, but then where does where does the Incredicoaster really fit there? <laughs> you know, that's I think that's the issue um, is that it doesn't feel coherent in a lot of places. Well, I guess for me with 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 the Incredicoaster, uh, I I think it being a roller coaster kind of fits with that's the true. whole paradise thing here thing yeah. but maybe the theme of it being the incredibles maybe doesn't but you know yeah i i think overall it kind of goes well apparently people loved it because that was a long line for that too <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that, and the racers, that was pretty much the two biggest uh lines there right sure uh all right so day one now did you did you stay late and take in one of the evening shows uh Actually, we were going to um, uh, take in the fireworks, uh, special Christmas fireworks they had, but they ended up canceling it because of the oh, weather. Because of the rain. Right. So we didn't we didn't get to really see that. But uh, we kind of we stayed till close and kind of caught, you know, a few extra little little rides that were around. And, and uh, like, I believe it's storybook land or something or oh okay everything of it but you know well just little 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 rides sure um so you've got the uh first day under your belts you kind of have a lay of the land you know where things are now and um the uh uh you know you've got a whole nother day on your own so let me ask this before we move to the next day by the way i almost forgot so this first day you're there with your wife's family um mm-hmm. Talk about kind of coordinating what you, the big Disney fan, <laughs> wants to do uh, with sort of accommodating the the in-laws who invited you along. Well, that was uh, interesting. <laughs> uh, everybody kind of had their own idea of what they wanted to do. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like, you know, we'll do what everybody really wants to do to make sure because – Everybody else was only there for, for, for the one day. So it was it's more like, okay, you know, we know that Jennifer and I were going to be there for another day. So for us, it was like, you know, we can be a little bit more accommodating in doing, you know, all the things that they wanted to do just sure. to make sure that they can do it, you know. And for me, it was just kind of like, okay, well, since the weather kind of kept most people away, we still got to do quite a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So. It, it actually worked out for the benefit for everybody. Uh, but uh, uh, for me, it was, you know, because of that, it being the Disney park nerd that I am, you know, it was just, just taking it all in. Just, you know. Sure. All right. Uh, so the, the, uh, that's your first day, your second day, you're more on your own. So um, first of all, what was different about your approach on the second day as compared to the first day? Well, uh, we had to try to be uh, more uh, in planning it out better, even though we only had basically a day to plan it. Okay. Uh, um, because we had better weather the next day, and so everybody, everybody uh, and their brother was out there. Okay, so it was so very crowded was, day two. It was very crowded on, on Christmas Eve day, yes. Okay. Uh, so we ended up, uh, having to, uh, like I said, when we finally got up and got out to the park, uh, first thing we did was take care of the uh, fast pass thing, and uh, from there it was okay. We need to get something to eat, and then that, and while we're eating, we can strategize. Okay, we're here. Let's figure out what we want to do here, 
and then we can head over to Disneyland later and catch everything that we didn't get to or want to do again over there. Okay. Um, so, so you've got your, you know, plan in place. You've got this big crowd. Um, talk to me about how your day starts. Well, uh, like I said, it was, uh, first started out getting that fast pass thing taken care of. Sure. And then we, uh, stopped at the Starbucks place there and, and grabbed a quick drink and a, and a little snack. And, uh, then we, uh, headed out and I believe we were doing, uh, Soren and we decided to skip the river ride <laughs> so yeah. cause it was still kind of cold right. <laughs> uh and uh so from there we walked around on the pier uh area and all that and got in on uh the uh toy story midway mania again and uh some of the smaller stuff over there and uh we kind of just made our way around the park and ended up uh, going through Radiator Springs, catching uh, Tomater's ride, junkyard thing, and heading back down towards, uh, from there, back on down towards uh, uh, the Marvel area and all that. Okay, so uh, the construction area over on that side. Yeah, yes. And uh, the uh, we decided to skip the uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because it was rather lengthy on that one. So uh, we did a couple other greet, uh, meet and greets, did the uh, Monsters Ride again, and then we used our we went back and used our Fast Pass to do uh, the Radiator Springs Ride, and uh, and then from there we headed on over to Disneyland. Okay. Uh, so before we move too far ahead, you, you did mention, you know, you rode Gradiator Springs, you got to ride it twice. Uh, you mentioned you enjoyed the attraction. Um, you know, talk a little bit more about why, what, what was, you know, what made it such a compelling attraction? Actually, we only got to ride that one once. Oh, okay. Uh, um, the, uh, I think about, uh, um, because one of the things is because they don't have that down in Disney world. Sure. Maybe someday they'll get it, but who knows? Uh, I, I liked, uh, how it's, uh, kind of like test track in a way, uh, but it's immersive in, of course, cars it has all the, you know, characters and kind of takes you through getting ready for the, for the big race. And you go out to see who wins the race. Right. Right. And, and uh, I just love the theming, the detail of it. It's, it's just, it's really uh, spot on. Okay. Um, and so you then, you said you, you got those few things in that you really wanted to do on the, on the DCA side and you went back across to Disneyland, um, on a very crowded day. So how did you, you what, what, what did you do to kind of manage getting your way around and, and finding things to do in Disneyland on a day was a peak crowd? Well, it's, it's as it, as you said, yes, it was uh, a very uh, crowded uh, day. Um, it, we, we just kind of decided, okay, since we actually got quite a bit in there, we were going to uh, try to uh, catch the rides that we didn't get to do. Okay. Uh, and uh, we kind of made a loop kind of thing around, around, basically around the hub in a way, and through the lands. and. Uh, but one kind of side trip back up into Galaxy's Edge there to kind of, you know, do a little sightseeing, seeing if maybe, maybe they would do a soft opening for Rise of Resistance, but they weren't doing it. So that kind of bumped me out, but oh well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, I, I, uh, that was kind of the uh, majority of what we did. We did, uh, uh, we actually ended up, finishing the day out doing oh i forgot uh we caught it's a small world and it's also a uh layover they did on that as well 
which was uh-huh. really nice. Right. Yeah. Especially, especially at night because it looked kind of like a very uh, huge uh, Clark Griswold display. Okay. <laughs> just lights everywhere, you know. It, it just, you know, it lit up. You can just see it from almost the other side of the park, you know. It was just so lit up. And, uh, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, and they actually had, you know, Christmas songs playing while you're going through the, through the, through the, uh, ride versus just, a, it's a small world thing. So that was, that was, that was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got to do that too. Cause it was a little bit different, kind of a new ride. Um, and, uh, I believe we ended up riding Haunted Mansion again at the very last minute. And uh, last Friday of the day before they closed up for the night, and that was that was a lot of fun getting to do that again. Okay, um, and you know this this was your second day. Weather was more pleasant. Um, mm-hmm. So, did you get a chance to see an evening show? Uh, we caught uh, part of the Fantasmic show. Okay, uh, uh, that was uh, really nice. I liked it. It's Basically the same, but different as well. So, you know, I was trying to doing all the comparisons and along with it. Uh, but uh, um, I think uh, the one part I, we, I mean, they had an area for where, you know, there were seating and all that for, for the show, but then everything else was just kind of in the, in the walkways and it was very hard to get around and everything. Sure. And, uh, but other than that, I mean, there really wasn't that bad of a place. If you were in that area of the park, you could pretty much see, see everything that was going on. So it was, it was really nice. I really enjoyed that too. All right. Let's see. We've talked about attractions. We've talked about sort of your time in the, in the parks. Um, we haven't really talked about food at all and you you had to have eaten something. Um, so first of all, did you do, obviously, you know, short notice trip, it would have been trickier, but, um, did you do any table service dining at all? Uh, you know, not really. Uh, the only time we did anything table service was, uh, the day we got out there, uh, we went down into the downtown Disney area and, uh, Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of that place, but it was um, it was like a, a, an Italian type of restaurant. Okay, and uh, had a nice sit down meal and and just kind of it's like okay, <laughs> we're, we're here. flying, we're in we're in Disney. We can <laughs> relax now, <laughs> you know, just soak it in. Right, right. Uh, uh, if I. I Gosh, um, that was pretty good. Uh, I think the only other place we went to eat that was kind of a sit down, but it really wasn't table service, uh, was at uh, Disneyland, and it was a uh, um, a Mexican place. Nice for the life of me, can't remember the name of it either. Um, okay. but it's, you just, you know, kind of, they have different stations and you can go up and order what you want and then pay for it and go sit down, you know? Uh, and, uh, so we kind of got together as a, as a whole family there and kind of, kind of had, you know, a little nice little meal there. And, uh, but everything else was kind of just stopping at one of the, uh, Food trucks that they might have, which had, they actually had some interesting stuff there. My, my, my wife's a little bit more adventurous than I am in eating, and uh, she was trying all kinds of really spicy things that she just loves the spice. <laughs> you know? uh, so, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if the food carts are just more temporary kind of thing, or you know, like a seasonal winter. Right. There's sort of a mix, right? Some of those are permanent and some of them, they kind of bring out extras when they need them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of, that's kind of what we did for the most part was just kind of, you know, we, we really didn't eat eat other than just more snacks throughout the day. 
and just kind of, oh, that looks good. Let's go some of that. You know, we get popcorn or churros. There's like a churro stand almost every two feet out there. And, uh, but yeah, that was, that was about the majority of it for the most part. All right. Uh, so we talk a lot about snacks at, at Walt Disney World, and, and some of the ones we talk about are available at Disneyland, too. Um, but they also have some unique things there. What what snacks did you come across at Disneyland? Were, were there any unique ones there that, that you really enjoyed? Um, let's see. I uh, – oh, gosh. What did <laughs> – there was a uh, a uh, uh, there was a, a a funnel cake that was uh, that I got, and I hadn't had funnel cake in like forever. <laughs> and I really shouldn't be having it, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna slurge a little bit, <laughs> you know, hey. and. You know, so, I mean, that, and I just, with apples on it and everything, oh my gosh, it was, that was good. Loved it. All right. And, oh so, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was, was just going to say, you know, it. we talked about, I think, you know, most of the things that that we uh, you said you did over the two day trip. Um, what what are some things, can you think of any uh, particular highlights or, or, you know, things worth mentioning that, that I haven't asked you about? Um, you know, not, not a whole lot. Other right. than it's okay. Um, so, uh, two day trip, we'll, we'll kind of turn to our, our classic wrap up questions. So the, mm-hmm. the first question is, um, you know, this was your first Disneyland trip. Um, right. And you, you kind of put it together faster than you would have preferred, but, but you got a chance to experience it. So having done that, um, what's the one thing that, you wish you had known or had time to deal, you know, to get arranged that you didn't, that would, you know, make you want to go back. Uh, biggest thing I think that comes to mind right now would be, uh, their max pass system, which, uh, obviously is totally different from, from fast pass. Uh, if I would have known that I would have been able to better plan things out for myself, uh, going with, with the in-laws family, it's everybody's doing their thing. So it's kind of hard to plan, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I think the, uh, understanding how the max pass work, uh, that was a big thing for me. Okay. Uh, and then this may lead into, it may even be part of the answer to your next, to the next question, but that is if you were to give advice to somebody else who was in a similar position where they were, you know, only had a, a few weeks to plan a quick trip to Disneyland, um, you know, what, what would be the, the key advice you would give them to be as prepared as they could be to enjoy the experience? Well, always go with, try to just have a good time. Even if it's bad weather, like we had the first day, just be thankful you're there because believe me, they'll, the CMs will go out of their way to, uh, try to be magical if you have a good positive attitude versus, gosh, this sucks, you know, kind of thing. They're just griping and all that. Just going with a, just going with a positive attitude. Just go to have fun. You know? Sure. Well, and I think that that really, I mean, you, you really hit upon it as we were talking about going in on, on the holiday that, you know, you go in with that right attitude of we're just going to catch what we can and we're going to absorb the experience and, you know, enjoy the people watching and enjoy sort of the elements that are, you know, not necessarily rides. Right. Right. Um, all right. Well, uh, you know, Todd, I, I do so appreciate you coming on the show and, and sharing your experience. It's been a while since we've had a chance to talk to somebody about Disneyland. And uh, it's a you know, good reminder to us not to forget that uh, there's a lot of fun stuff happening on the West Coast right now. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. All right. I don't play damn. Thanks for listening, folks. Until next time, I've been your host, Aaron Rittmaster, with... Sitting in for Tim Hicks and delivering his trip report, Todd Morgan. Thank you. I don't play a damn thing, man.